Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Joining you, the Thursday edition of Oilers Now. Let us, Tom Walker, leave a light on. Very popular song for the young gunners out there and all those different sing-song sort of uh, shows that uh, take place, uh, the various X-Factors and the voices and things like that. Uh, cool songs, to say the least. This is Oilers Now. Uh, working out of the home office, Brennan Escott with you as well. Today is a non-ice day for... Uh, the Edmonton Oilers. So there was no practice down at the uh, downtown community arena at uh, 11 o'clock today. They'll be back at it tomorrow. We got a big show. Lots going on, lots to get to. We'll start by telling you that Oilers Now is brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Um, we're going to get to some thoughts quickly from Dave Tippett, including about Philip Broberg, who was noticeable yesterday. We've had a lot of questions about how uh, things are going to work in the Hub City. To provide us uh, a little bit of clarity on that front, Oilers Entertainment Group Senior VP of Communications, Tim Shipton, will be sliding in in six minutes' time on the show to take us through the journey as to how Edmonton got the Hub City and what's going to be planned in and around 
the Olympic style of village for Hub City because a lot of you have texted us on our Ashley Fine Floors text line at 7804960063 and said, Bob, how's this all going to work? And to be honest with you, I don't have all of the answers. Uh, Tim Shipton and Stu Ballantyne were uh, named very early by Bob Nicholson, the uh, uh, Oilers president of the Oilers Entertainment Group, as the guys that were sort of the driving forces from an organizational perspective. So Tim's going to at least provide us with a little bit of clarity in that regard. Now, we flipped... Louis DeBrusque and Mark Spector. Uh, Speck will join us today at 12.35. Mark Spector for the horses in Horse Racing Alberta. And a reminder uh, that uh, they present live racing every Friday and Sunday evening out at Century Mile. To comply with AHS regulations, there's no spectators at this time, but you can go online and bet at hpbet.com to watch and wager. It is a Thursday. That means Brian Burke will join us on today's edition of Oilers Now at 105. And Brian's appearances are brought to you by our friends, at Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction service, electrical prefabrication, and solar. And at 135 today, George LaRock. So we got a lot of guests to get to. Uh, we are going to go right into the Oilers Now Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. Yesterday, uh, Dave Tippett was asked about, uh, you know, safety in playing games in Edmonton. It's not a hot spot, right? So... Our players feel feel confident that they can come here. I mean, everything, I think our doctors and trainers have done an unbelievable job. Um, and really the city's done an unbelievable job of making sure that uh, trying to contain the viruses as well as you can. So Edmonton was rewarded with that. I think the players will come here with the confidence that they, uh, that, you know, it's, it's as good a place as anywhere that is going to make sure that, uh, we can get to the tournament and everybody stay healthy and uh, and finish the season. So uh, I just look at it as I think the players are are proud of the facility here. They're proud of the city, and I don't think it'll really be a, a, a home ice advantage because everybody's going to be in the same boat uh, with no fans and stuff. But that being said, you're comfortable with your surroundings, and everybody knows how to get to the rink. And just on Dave Tippett's comment that it's not a hot spot, just to put things in perspective, you know, three weeks ago, everybody was looking at Vegas as a fait accompli. Edmonton, in the course of the last week, has had a total of 112. This is for the Edmonton Health Zone, 112 positive tests over the last week. And has done in excess of 15,000 tests. So they've got 112 positive tests. There are currently three people in ICU in Edmonton. And this is dealing with the outbreak of the Misericordia. Um, to put, to, to contrast that with Las Vegas. So 112 positive tests in the last week in Edmonton. Las Vegas has over 5,000 positive tests in the last week. So there's your contrast. And I mentioned ICU because a lot of people say, well, there's a place where you can illustrate the challenges. Right now, the state of Nevada has uh, over 240 people in ICU. Alberta has seven. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Now, one guy that was out there, and I noticed him early, Philip Broberg. Uh, It looks like he's put on a little bit of weight. He was asked, was Dave Tippett yesterday, and whether Broberg is an option for phase four 
Well, I think that'll be Ken's decision. Uh, you know, we wanted to bring over, have a look at him, but now with Green uh, uh, not joining us, that'll be a discussion with Ken we have. If you watch the practices out there, he looks good out there. You know, he doesn't look out of place at all. So um, those will be discussions we have with uh, with upper management. Everybody's pleasantly surprised. This is the first real look we've had of him here. And he's, uh, like I say, he hasn't looked out of place at all. The guy can flat out skate like it was really noticeable. And it's important for the Oilers to develop Evan Bouchard and Philip Broberg. And, you know, I'd suggest to you that at some point during the 2021 season, and I'm a positive guy, I think we're going to have a season. Maybe it doesn't start till January. But at some point during that year, I think just as Kyler Yamamoto became a legit NHLer this year, at some point next season, we will see Evan Bouchard become a legit guy. And I think the hope is at some point during the 21-22 season, Philip Broberg, who could be uh, with Sweden, at the World Junior Championship, which is slated in Edmonton, and also in partnership with our friends down in Red uh, Red Deer uh, for December 26th to January 4th. So uh, the Oilers uh, not skating today. We'll go to one more clip here, and it's a longer one, but Ethan Bear took a massive step forward. He looked good again the last couple days. Like, you know, he was, I, I thought maybe towards, uh, just before we got into La Paz, game 68, 69, 70, you know, maybe Ethan uh, fatigue had gotten a little bit uh, better of him at, at times. He's just maybe trying to do a bit too much. He looked fantastic the last couple uh, days. And Ethan Bear had this to say and why his game has improved so much this season. The biggest thing was just my focus. Like each day, um, you know, coming to the rink, uh, just kind of having a plan of what I wanted to do. Um, you know, get show up early, uh, and you know, get in the gym, do my proper warm up, uh, and then and then on the ice, uh, you know, maybe it's if it's video with Jimmy or everything, just kind of um, I'll go see him and work on little details that I can improve on, and um, and try to stay consistent was pretty much the biggest thing. Uh, so it was a long year. And yeah, that was the biggest thing is just try to stay consistent. And like, I just didn't want to get comfortable at any time. I just knew each day, like, you got to try to get better because every day you got to prove yourself in this league. Um, so yeah, that was, that's the biggest thing. Um, just trying to stay focused each day. Uh, you know, when it's pretty easy because, you know, everyone here is doing the same thing. Everyone's working to get better and, and to prove themselves and, you know, to, to keep their spot. And uh, for me, it's fun because I, I know I love to play hockey and to do this with every guy, it's, it's an honor. Well, Ethan Bear has become a uh, fan. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com.
favorite in Edmonton again. He looked excellent the last couple days. I mean, uh, there's some guys that were noticeable in terms of putting their work in. That's our Oilers Now Audio Vault brought to you by Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. And at this time, uh, we bring aboard uh, the Senior Vice President of Communications for the Oilers Entertainment Group, and uh, that is Tim Shipton. Tim, welcome back to our show. How are you doing? Hey, Bob. I'm good. Thanks a lot for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. Look, we get asked a lot of questions, and frankly, I don't have all of the answers. I don't know if you can totally give us all the answers on a bunch of the questions that have come in, but uh, the first thing I, I, I just want to mention, I mean, Bob Nicholson made a point of mentioning you and Stu Ballantyne as a couple of guys that really have been kind of the drivers from the OEG perspective on Edmonton's attempt to land uh, Hub City status. Can you talk to us just a bit about the journey and, and how this has sort of come to fruition? Yeah, yeah, sure, Bob. Um, well, I tell you what, it, it, it certainly has been a journey. I, you know, I think the first meeting that we had uh, on this Hub City bid uh, was all the way back in April and, and really from uh, then on, uh, there's a big group of us here uh, at OEG that uh, were, were fully committed to uh, the hub bid, and, and it really has been a team effort. You know, Stu and I uh, um, sort of running point on it, but so many uh, great OEG staff have been involved in this, and really has been a strength of the bid. The uh, you know the expertise that we've been able to bring to bear, people. Uh, not only open Rogers Place and Ice District, but, you know, w- have worked on Olympics and World Championships, World Juniors, other major international events. It really, uh, we feel, um, gave us a leg up. And, and, Bob, I tell you what, like, we didn't we didn't feel comfortable uh, until about two weeks ago that we, we had landed this bid. We always felt like we were... You know, we were right there in the running and, you know, were we one, were we two, were we three? Uh, when it shifted from uh, uh, four city uh, hub concept to two, sort of up the competition, uh, we knew we were right there, uh, you know, by virtue of, uh, of certainly of the venue and Rogers Place and, of course, uh, what Daryl Cates has built in Ice District. We knew we had the facilities to do it. We knew we had the, uh, the uh, support from... Uh, the province and from the city, and, and of course the overall uh, COVID situation in Edmonton being handled very well. But really, it wasn't until about you know uh, two weeks ago that we said, okay, yeah, we're going to get this thing. So certainly has been a journey. Tim, you mentioned it. Obviously, the the and I dropped the COVID numbers again after Dave Tippett. Uh, we ran a clip from him from yesterday, just talking about the players feeling safe here. Reinforced, uh, you know, 112 positive tests in Edmonton over the last seven days in a province that's got the highest testing rate in the country. And Vegas is over 5,000. And Vegas obviously was one of the opponents. It just it just reinforces the the challenges and maybe the great job that a lot of citizens in this city have done and all of the various uh, support people in a bunch of different areas. Um, but speaking of contributors that were maybe external to the Oilers Entertainment Group, Tim, uh, it, it, are there a couple of groups you can maybe highlight to help educate our listeners as to who were drivers externally for you guys to help make this happen? Yeah, it really has been a team effort. You know, you, you look at uh, where we've got to and, and just, you know, be in a position to, to uh, be the hub city. 
um, you know, one of two uh, NHL teams, NHL markets across North America is, is uh, pretty exciting for us. But, um, you know, again, we felt like we had the, the facility Rogers places best in class in, in pro sports. Um, Ice District with the JW Marriott being connected. The ability to create the bubble gave us, uh, we felt, the edge. Um, the broadcast capabilities in Rogers Place second to none. You know, for what will be a, a broadcast uh, uh, heavy uh, tournament, of course. But um, again, um, that local uh, cooperation, th- that sort of team approach, it really started um, with with the province, uh, the government of Alberta, and, and uh, Premier Kenny. Um, you know, he identified this as an opportunity very early, and, and quite frankly, was relentless and. Uh, working with us and, and uh, the NHL to uh, to say, hey, listen, look at Edmonton and look at Alberta. Um, we want this, and, and we've got the ability to do it. Uh, the city of Edmonton has been exceptional as well, uh, offering facilities. Of course, we're going to go out to the great Terwilliger Rec Center. That's going to be uh, practice ice um, um, for teams when they, uh, when they arrive in Edmonton. Wouldn't be able to do it without the city. Lots of logistical um, um, you know, items and issues that come up when you create a bubble, when you create that perimeter. Uh, city's been fantastic. And then finally, Bob, uh, um, Alberta Health, um, you know, starting with, with Dr. Henshaw and all the different officials uh, that we've dealt with, we got on the health uh, front and our health protocols uh, in April. And our first meeting with the government was all the way back then. And we worked diligently for months to develop a comprehensive set of of protocols that ultimately led to uh, Dr. Hinshaw and Alberta Health blessing uh, this tournament, that that it could be done safely. And I I really do uh, believe um, we were ahead of of almost every market, if not every market, uh, in the league on the amount of time that we put into it. And so at the end of the day, uh, it paid dividends. Tim, one of the questions I get asked uh, when I do shows in other markets, and uh, you know, uh, yesterday as an example, I you know I did the Toronto uh, hockey show, Hockey Central, and did something with ESPN yesterday as well. I don't have all the particulars on the Hub City. It's a massive undertaking. Can you maybe summarize uh, what the Hub City in Edmonton is going to kind of look like? How would you kind of describe that? Well, it, you know, it kind of feels like, uh, you know, we're, we're pulling off, you know, an Olympics. Maybe that's not the exact analogy, but an Olympics where you have four years to plan and uh, we got about four weeks to plan. So, um, uh, you know, a, a, a lot of planning, a lot of detail. There's concurrent meetings running uh, fast and furious. Um what it's about, Bob. Obviously, there's the pillars that you gotta you gotta get the hockey right first and foremost. Again, I think that's was a strength that we've got such a great building. Uh, you know, we've got the ice uh, and, uh, as I said, the building to pull off three games in one day. We've got the broadcast uh, facilities. We've got the the team facilities. So, lots of meetings taking place uh, with, with all 12 teams in the Western Conference. Uh, equipment managers, team service managers, GMs. You know, all these teams have got to you know ship out. You know, gear, sticks, the helmet, equipment, uh, everything, uh, medical equipment, training equipment to support the teams. And so, where do you put all that stuff? 
how do you create a level playing field for all the teams coming into the hub a lot of time on the tournament tournament itself and then of course a lot of time on um you know the broadcast piece again this is made for tv so the nhl i don't want to get get ahead of them but steve Mayer. Uh, who's been leading this, you know, he's the guy behind outdoor games and all-star games and the like. So uh, he brings a tremendous amount of expertise to it. So the set and the experience that he's going to be building uh, is very, very cool and and lots of details uh, uh, coming on that. So what that looks like, and again, then the bubble, Bob. uh, Right. We're creating this bubble that needs to be safe, so you got to create that that strong perimeter. But then you got to, you know, you got to have activities um, for the players and staff, you got to have uh, things for them to do. So we presented a very strong lifestyle bid to the NHL, um, you know, creating both indoor and outdoor activities for players, um, you know, working with local restaurants, local proprietors to bring in food safely into the hub so that they could experience, you know, some of the great uh, cuisine and restaurants uh, that we have in this city. Um, so it, it literally is every front. And then, of course, I haven't even mentioned testing, but we're um, ramping up. We've started testing for Phase 3, of course, training camp. And we're ramping up testing to uh, test uh, upwards of 1,500 people per day uh, in, uh, in the bubble. And, uh, again, we're doing that with the support of uh, local Edmonton company Dynalife, um, the nice thing is there's, you know, we're not taking away resources from the public system, uh, NHL, uh, fully paying for that testing. So, um, a lot of moving parts, Bob, I'll tell you that. Well, and we've seen that Tim, because the last two days, the Oilers have not, uh, and they're not skating today, but uh, they were over at the community arena because Rogers place is, uh, well, I guess it's being reformatted as we speak. Um, Obviously, there's still a lot of work to be done. And is this literally one of those situations like an Olympics or like a world championship where you guys are going to be literally going right to the midnight hour to put everything in place uh, before the start of the tournament? Or before the start of the, uh, I guess, what are we calling the official first, uh, the first round? The qualifiers. Before yeah, the, the start of the qualifiers. Or, yes. Or the, uh, yeah, the playing round. Um, you know, we're feeling confident about where we're at. Um, you look at the production schedule. We're not behind schedule, but, you know, I don't think we're ahead of schedule just given the, given the, uh, the timeline. So we're feeling good about it. But again, it, it will be, it will be work uh, right up, uh, right up to the, uh, the starting gate, so to speak. And, and the other side, of course, you know, uh, my day job, so to speak, is with the Oilers. And so we're focused on that. We're focused on getting the team ready, uh, of course, for the exhibition game on July 28th. And then, uh, you know, when the bell goes off on August 1st, um, you know, we want to set the team up for a long run into the playoffs as well. So, there's work across uh, a lot of different fronts but uh, you know what Bob we've got full confidence uh, we'll get it done um, we've been working on this thing uh, as I said for a very long time and now it's hey, now it's time to execute Tim you, on two separate occasions you referenced television and just to conclude is it fair to say that what people are used to viewing uh, from Rogers Place will be differing by the time we uh, drop the puck on August 1st for those qualifying games. It's going to have a very different look and feel to it. Is that a fair assumption? That is a fair assumption. So, you know, again, first of all, uh, 
um, you know, the ice is out right now in, in Rogers Place. And, uh, you know, the Oilers logo at center ice is being replaced by the NHL shield uh, as this is an NHL tournament. So that'll be that'll be a big change. Um, but as I said, the uh, the set design, if, if that's what you want to call it, that uh, the NHL is coming up with is, is spectacular. We're excited to uh, to have the have the league unveil that very soon, and uh, and really try to bring it to life. It's a unique. It'll be a very unique experience uh, for the players, for everybody, uh, not having fans in the building, but the creativity that's been brought to bear uh, on this set design and this broadcast piece is it's very cool. Very cool. Tim Shipton is the Senior Vice President of Communications for the Oilers Entertainment Group. Tim, thank you for your time. Hey, anytime, Bob. Thanks a lot. You bet. That is Tim Shipton. It's 12:28 in Edmonton. We're going to head off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. And when we come back for the horses in Horse Racing Alberta, Mark Spector, a reminder, Horse Racing Alberta present live racing every Friday and Sunday evening out at Century Mile to comply with AHS regulations. No spectators at this time, but you can go online to hpibet.com to watch and wager. You're listening to Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.